0: Welcome everyone to this episode of Shine Abroad. Today we have with us Stefania Bartolomei. That is not just a stylist, is far more I had the pleasure to work with her, to be one of her clients, and also to learn about her story. And it's important to say that sometimes we can associate style and fashion to superficiality. And today we're going to discover that is not the case. Welcome
1: Stefania. Hello, hello, great introduction, actually. And Yes, as I said, I am a personal stylist. Oh, I like to define myself as a personal style coach because I really train people to boost their confidence by exploring and developing their personal style. And I also like to define myself as the personal style coach for real people with real lives. Because as you said, uh, lots of people think that styling is for fashion victims, fashion lovers, shopping lovers, and people also wealthy people, you know, and it's not like that. I work with a lot of different people, most of them are not super wealthy, and are just normal people. They just want to feel better with themselves, and they understand that the change needs to come, you know, inside and outside that's
0: beautiful thank you for sharing it's actually a world that i never was familiar with and never get connected to um but eventually i realized that in the way that we show up somehow influence the perception people can have about us also before that we speak can you tell us like where you're coming from where you are at the moment and what make you choose this career
1: yeah so At the moment, I live in London, but I'm originally from Italy, and I used to live in Italy until five and a half years ago. Um, My background is in fashion, so I have studied fashion design at university, and then I have worked for over 10 years in the fashion industry. And although I loved fashion, and I still love it for its creativity, uh, during my years in fashion, I really faced... Uh, many challenges, and I realized that the environment of fashion, um, well, it wasn't really my bread and butter. Let me explain this. Um, so I love some sides of fashion. Again, it's creativity. I love my job, but the environment, I found it really sick. I have been told, for example, that I wasn't skinny, that I should not eat as much. You know, all these things that you think only in movies—they really happen. And it's not like that, it is reality, it is truth. Besides, you know, I, since when I was 16, I suffered with a thyroid condition that changed my body and affected my self-confidence. And obviously working in an environment like this didn't really help. It is an environment where images count. but honestly, I think our image, our professional image counts in most of the cases anyway. So you just, you already feel the pressure of this, of the way you present yourself, of the way you look. And you understand that your skills and your knowledge is just not enough to grow in your career and to make people respect you. And you just don't need, you know, all this pressure around you. Um, And it really affected even more my self-confidence. But in a way... I, I felt, I started feeling that I was really strong because I never fell into the trap you know, of starving and not eating. Um, one reason for which I, it was even more challenging for me to be accepted in that environment. And with time I developed this idea that I didn't want to work behind the desk. I didn't want to work for fashion, but I, want to, I wanted to work alongside people. People that just like me, probably were suffering with with lack of confidence with a big pressure in the work environment or in general, the life and wanted to feel better. I also, on another side, I also always loved helping people, friends and family with the shopping choices, with the look choices. It it came quite natural to me. So, you know, in a way I started making, uh, you know, um, I started understanding, creating the puzzle. And I found out there was something called personal styling or image consulting. And so I came to London to have a first certification and I really fell in love with it. I really fell in love with it and it was a call. I said, okay, this is what I want to do. I really want to help people empower themselves, enhance themselves and develop their own unique style. And it took me a, a few more years because obviously it's difficult, um, you know, give up on a on a salary. It's difficult give up on your on your job, on your paid job, for opening something yours. It's a big risk, you know, it's a leap of faith. But then just personal choices brought me here, and it's been the best choice ever. So I had a few interviews in fashion companies when I first moved to London, but then I said wasn't anymore what I wanted to do I decided to you know change everything in my life okay I said I have a blank space in front of me I can write a new chapter and so this is what I did I took a second certification in image consulting and then I took the courage and I started running my own business at the time I remember even my husband told me are you sure because you know we have no connections in here. We don't know anybody. It's going to be really difficult for you to build and make your business grow. And I said, no, I, I, feel, I feel confident. I, I know I can do that. I really love it. I want to try. Well, five years later, I'm here. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's a
0: very encouraging and inspiring story. I guess what stuck me the most and resonated with me is a few factors. First of all, many people feel a like call cool, as you did, but they got trapped in this financial constraint. So the idea of like to be in a very comfort zone, it doesn't mean to be superficial. It's actually mean that your fears is stronger than your desire. That's, that's what it is. So the idea of like giving up on a job and giving up on the recurring security of a monthly you know, paycheck can be hard as well as, so what if I give up on my job, but then I don't succeed in my business. And this is another step that stopped many people you mentioned that the very first um, experience in the fashion industry was pretty hard for you because of the company that impacted your self-confidence. How did you move from being having a challenge with your own self-confidence to the point to say, I stand up for myself and I will lead this business on my own?
1: Well, uh, it's been, again, it's been a a journey that didn't happen overnight. So I started, first of all, approaching personal styling that I didn't know about before. So it's been a whole new discovery. Because in Italy, now you start um, hearing about color analysis and personal styling. But at the time, there was nothing like this. Well, it wasn't known. And then when I got to know it better, when I uh, got my first certification, then I realized this is really what I want to do. And in a way, it empowered myself in first person, because first of all, I had a plan B, which wasn't an option before, because, uh, again, uh, working in fashion is what I wanted to do before. I started at university and then I started working straightforward in the industry and I never really stopped thinking I can do something else, you know. So that was the first big step. And then, as I said, it took me years to take the courage and leave my paid job. Um, And I know it's really difficult. But first of all, if you really love something, if you really believe in yourself and what you can do, just try, you know, because there's nothing worse. And I have experienced this myself, that going to work every single day, doing something that really makes you feel sick. I was having terrible headaches every weekend and I woke up in the morning feeling like heavy. I don't want to go, and, but I had to. I was working terrible long shift hours for a very little salary. So I think sometimes we live in terrible conditions, we work in terrible conditions, but we, um, we should be able to look at the situation from a different perspective and put in on the table what we earn, uh, how we live, how we feel, and, you know, is it really worthy? Surely there's something I need to tell. Um, is not nothing happens like this. Nothing happens easily. If I am here to do it today, it's because I really fought hard, you know. I really put myself 200% in what I do. It's not been an easy journey. If you also consider that in the meantime, I've become a mom. Okay, so an additional challenge. It really requires goodwill and strength and um, really self-confidence in what to do. Because otherwise I see lots of people starting with an idea and thinking that is enough you know, to succeed. That is not enough. When you start a business, you also need some funding. You also need some money. So my best advice is, or you uh, have enough, for example, savings from your previous job to start your own business and do some investment, which you need to do. Or maybe what you can do, most people do, and I've done this myself for a while, you have a part-time job, whether it is your job, so maybe you can ask for a reduction, or you find something else, part-time, which allows you to focus on your business while you put money in it in order to make it grow.
0: Thank you for sharing. I think it's so important to realize that it takes time so one thing that I always say to my clients as well, 70 days long is not impossible. The fact that it takes time, it doesn't mean that it's impossible to achieve. But if you want to achieve overnight, like you said, like this, it's impossible. No, <laughs> so it's, it's not possible.
1: People need to know you. First of all, you might have a brilliant idea, fantastic idea, but people don't know about it. So you need to invest again time and energy and even money to advertise your idea, to make people know about it. And this is not going to happen in one day. So, create trust. You know, in people takes time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I guess what is important as well to say that um, I'm seeing the same experience myself is that is a development journey for us as well. So the person I am now is not the same person I was six months ago because in the meantime I'm learning new things and I'm experiencing new clients. I am stretching and expanding and also somehow listen because like in my own experience i was actually referred to Stefania from one of my friends and she was very impressed by that and i saw her transformation the way she not even dress more the way she show up so therefore i asked her like what you you done and i was referred to you Stefania but at the time for example you were not offering yet the makeup because your clients asking question made clear for you there was a, another aspect to focus on so therefore also your service is enriching and growing with you because you're trying to serve the, in the best way your client in the same way any person in trying to empower others should do and I guess results help you to build on this and to feel more confident to feel more determined and somehow to have more clarity about your why. Yes, Can absolutely. you tell us? One client or an episode that make you really realize, okay, this is what I want to do.
1: I have it clear in my mind. So or as I was saying before, um, after one year and a half that I was um, started, that I started running my business, I became a mom. And obviously for a few months, I had to put my my business on hold. You know, there are different um, situations. My situation as a new mom was really difficult. I didn't have any help. My boy wasn't sleeping, and when I say wasn't sleeping, I mean it. It was waking up every 45 minutes at night and was only sleeping like 30 minutes even every time he had a nap. So I couldn't rest at all. My brain was totally foggy, and I was really questioning myself and my business. I was thinking I'm not going to make it anymore. You know, I was feeling really desperate, and trust me, as much as you love your actual child when you uh, run a business I always said your business is your first child so it's really difficult to give up on it but I really couldn't find the strength you know to do that and then one day my boy was four months old and uh, in one of his most terrible uh, sleep patterns ever I received an inquiry from a lady in London and she was really her inquiry was really deep you know she said she was developing certain physical you know, illness conditions and for which she had to leave a job. She um, was single for a long time and was really feeling lonely and was feeling, really feeling like she had to do something to change her life. She found me on social media, I think, and she said, I want to work with you. We had the chat at the phone. And I explained to her, listen, this is my situation. I have a four-month-old baby, still breastfeeding, and I, it's going to be really difficult for me to work with you right now. But she said, "That's the problem. I, I want to work with you, and I want to do it now." <laughs> so, and I'm I'm happy if you come along with the baby. And I said, "Okay, if you are happy with that, I can I can try." One side of me was thinking oh my god how am i going to do that it's gonna be crazy you know but another side of me said okay this is so encouraging so empowering because despite everything she said i want to work with you so i need to do that i challenged myself she had a full package with me with colors and wardrobe edit and personal shopping and it's been okay it's been weird because obviously i had my little one with me and Every hour and a half, I had to stop feeding, but she was okay with it. So again, the limit I put into my mind was mine. I was thinking, because this is my situation, I cannot work again. And then that that episode proved me that I was wrong. I could do that despite everything. I could do that. And the most brilliant thing of it that really pushed me to go back to work and to make me think, okay, this is what I need to do because I'm damn good at it, is that this lady, after one month of our consultation, she she texted me saying that she was dating someone. Oh, wow. And at the moment she lives with this someone. So still after years, she's still with this person. Also, I suggested her to change her, her color she did it you know and so she had a whole transformation at the time I didn't provide the makeup as you said but I I sent it to um, a makeup artist that I that I trusted I was working with sometimes so she had a whole you know transformation and a whole empowerment and she found love and after a while she found a job you know her life really took a leap and not because I have a magic wand, but because. What I did to her was really empowering. She started feeling more confident and she showed it. Um, this has been maybe the real client that really touches my heart and it really made me feel like I have to do this.
0: Absolutely. I can see this. I can relate with this so much. I can see how, you know, sometimes we might be tired and back client in us and actually make my, our day. Like, I remember one day I was so upset. I wanted to go to Italy. It was during the pandemic, very difficult. And I was feeling very lonely and, and alone and sad. And, you know, we are both experts. So it's something that you, you can feel, even though we are loved by our partners. And I remember that day I received a message like, what's a message from my clients? They say something like, oh, I've done that. You should be proud of me. And actually, really made a change because you you see, how your time is leaving legacy in the world this is the difference between people that do freelance work just because of economic reason versus who does with a strong why and actually it's the strong why that allow you to carry on also when there are no economic results in the first place i'm also impressed by the fact that you said that you know you had a challenge motherhood at the very beginning because your child was not sleeping and i understand if you were back home you might have like more support like would be different but just being abroad is is complicated what did you learn about yourself throughout this experience abroad
1: that i am absolutely resilient i have a resilience that i didn't know i had seriously Sorry. And you only find this out when you face such big challenges in your life and professional, professional career.
0: You said like invest in yourself, save money, try to make sure you have funds. But what would be the advice for someone that is moving abroad because of a dream, but still don't know how to fully make it work?
1: The first advice is believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, others will. If you in first place don't believe in yourself, how can you expect that others will? So, this is really important. The other big advice you asked for one, but I want to give two. Oh, you <laughs> I'm, I'm really generous. I want to share two. Especially if you haven't experienced in running a business, ask the help of a professional, you know, like a business coach or someone else that can really help you set up your goals and a business plan because you need it because lots of people again i see around they think that opening a business is about creating a domain creating a website printing business cards having a social social media and that is a business plan this is not what is making people know about you and not in the right way you really need to have some specific targets understand your target audience and really as you were saying before your why and there are lots of lots of things that you need to set
0: yeah absolutely i think is also i can resonate with that a lot i think it's also about knowing yourself and showing up with consistency um with the audience who will share the instagram account and the website of Stefania Solo well, if you want to have a look um, and what i noticed like reading your post, one of the reasons because i felt like okay i can speak with this person is the consistency in the language it seems you were actually speaking like naturally like as as you are uh is there some other time you can see there is a you know the profile not just about person styling but like in general like online a kind of um change on you know, tone and like words used that it doesn't mean necessarily the person is pretending but perhaps the person doesn't have full client about themselves what they want to do who they are and who are the people they want to serve because at the end of the day it's about who you want to impact who are these people that you want to change the life or like help them to develop awareness or self-discovery and, and do a step forward in life in different aspects. So I, I, I noticed that in your way of sharing that was
1: consistent and was truthful. Consistency and authenticity, I think are pillars in a brand, you know? what I Another thing that I noticed around me is that lots of people try to copy others. Okay, she's successful, so I should do the same and it's pretty normal because when we start once again we want to be inspired but being inspired while it is really important i got inspired myself all the time i look around i look at competitors i i you know i watch them closely to see what they do what they offer but not to copy them i look at them to try to offer something different because then people have the perception that you are you they understand who you are And you might reject someone that does not uh, feel aligned with your way of being, with your personality, but you might attract, you will attract people that instead resonate with you. And this is truly important. One of the biggest lessons I've learned is that you cannot help everyone. You cannot make everyone happy. You need to find your niche, your target audience, and this means being really yourself because you need to attract the right people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think this thing about the niche make people pretty scared because that, yeah, okay, if I serve, declare, so I make a statement, I serve this group of individuals, mm-hmm. uh, they could be like gender or like age or specific characteristic. Some others might not feel aligned with me, so therefore they will not contact me. But overall for me it's always been what can I do for the person in front of me? So for example, in my case, I changed more than seven cities throughout my life. And I lived in three different countries. I'm in mean, international, like intercultural relationship. I moved for love in UK, I moved for work in Austria. So I know. I know what doesn't mean. I feel alone, but I don't want to be a partner for my partner because it happened to me too. So it's, it's the way you can really help someone. The same way you were saying about how to make feel confident in someone that perhaps like me ne- will never be a, eight, a size eight. I mean, I will never be a size eight. I can try <laughs> hard, but I cannot. And and are beautiful time, as you are. Thank you. And, and no, but having someone that can really tell you, like, you can be absolutely stunning and, and fashionable and actually confident in the way you dress, even though you cannot have a size eight, is important. What are, if any, like mistakes
1: or regrets or things that you would say, if I could come back, I would do in a different way? really the best advice I can give to everyone and that I could give to myself if I could go back in time is don't waste your time doing everything yourself you cannot do everything yourself you know and over time I have I have invested in photography in copywriting in brand consultants, in uh, uh, business coaches and it's been the best thing ever because I saw an immediate growth of my business and everything I've spent, its return doubled or tripled. Thank you for sharing.
0: This This is very precious. I guess that with the business can be complicated because there is idea that, okay, it's a logo, I can do it. There are so many free program, you can do it, or the website, or there is the template, I can use it. But to my clients, I always give this advice. If you see a restaurant, they say, we provide Italian food, Thai food, Brazilian food, Japanese food, basically <laughs> the list of all the food in the world, mm. you, will never, you will never get in. No. Like, I'm going to be poisoned.
1: No. Because
0: the idea is like, this is not good. <laughs> no. This is something wrong. You cannot you cannot have everything. It's, it's just a, this sense of like false abundance that actually yes. means poverty in reality.
1: Also, if you go in a restaurant that offers three thousand choices, it's the same. Maybe they offer one cook only, like Thai, but they offer three thousand dishes. For me, that is a sign or not good quality. I prefer and I choose restaurants that have a very restricted menu. I know they have like ten dishes, but those ten dishes are good. So we move now to the
0: final question. It is okay. A quick question. You need to give me like one word as answer mm. and the first one that comes up in your mind.
1: Okay. I'm really not good with okay, it. I'll mean. do my best. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> one word, okay?
0: Okay. So, fish, meat or veggie? Fish. Wine, beer or water? Wine. Okay. Beach, mountain. Rosé or
1: white? Not red. <laughs>
0: Okay, so, <laughs> if you want to buy some, some bottle of wine to Stefania, make sure rosé or white. Perfect. You know? Beach, mountain, or city with rich history? City with rich history. Okay. Dinner with friends, cozy evening on your own, or dinner with your family? Dinner with friends. Are you a doer or are you a dreamer? A doer. Okay. Are you a risk taker or risk avoider? Risk taker. Are you a tough conversation initiator or are you a peacemaker? A peacemaker. Eyes on the present or focused toward the future?
1: I think at the moment, at the moment I have more eyes on the present.
0: Okay. Biggest strength?
1: Resilience.
0: Biggest vulnerability?
1: Uh, I trust, I try I tend to trust people a lot, even too much sometimes
0: the one one word representing you friendly so we go now at the end and there are three questions i want to share that are more about you as a person is also a space for people that might be in a similar situation where you are now would like to do this leap to have some uh, food for thoughts the very first one is what is one recommendation will you give to yourself of 10 years ago follow your dreams don't waste your time. What is the big worry you had, but that never came true?
1: Um, again, when I was pregnant, I was really uh, fearing that was the end of my of my business. Becoming mum, making me become even more strong, even stronger, and more determined. And because I had obviously I had less time and energy, that is when the switch happened. And I started relying on other professionals because I realized I couldn't do everything myself. That has been the best thing ever. While I was thinking maternity is going to make a, put a stop to my career, to my business, that has been actually the trampoline. Sometimes we can feel the pressure as a woman,
0: like, do I choose my career? Or do I choose my family? instinct to become a mom? The reality, you know, in particular when you are thinking to do it, so it's... there there are some doubts thank you for sharing because i think that is a is a thing that can postpone a a lot and procrastinate and eventually can create issue in the relationship because of course there is a moment where it's somehow a natural call that happened to have a baby for some women for some and for some couples for some others no, and i guess like having the clarity that you can be a entrepreneur plus a mom is possible and actually can be Uh, blooming your business is something very encouraging thank you for sharing yes what is
1: your best hope for the future well in general or in business in general whatever you feel okay my best hope for the future and once again because i'm a mom is that people become more and more conscious about environment and that respect nature and environment more Because I would really love my son to live in a clean world. I would love him to be able to see some animals that are on the brink of extinction because of us.
0: Thanks to Stefania, I learned many, about many, many products, like makeup products. They are cruelty-free, they are natural, they are vegan, and actually are far better than the normal ones. So um i can see how this hope that you have is connected still in the way that you show up in with your business
1: yes thank you yes it's uh, it's uh, being sustainable is one of the let's say core values of my business um so obviously my main my first aim, my first call is to help people and their self confidence and i'm happy to advise any brands especially for people that uh, don't have a, a very big budget obviously Um, but I always try to encourage people to change their shopping attitude. I think in general, we tend to shop too much more than we need. And we, um, we just don't know enough about some brands. So we buy them because they have an affordable price. But what we don't know is what's behind is why they are so affordable. And they can, most of the time, they are so affordable because there is child labor behind or because... They use shitty materials that are toxic for the environment and toxic for our skin, Um, but we just don't know. So one of my mission is also to try to uh, share this knowledge. So from time to time, I also share videos or posts about uh, fashion, about um, sustainability, and also about greenwashing. That is a phenomenon I've come to know very recently that is about how fashion brands make you think they are sustainable when in fact they are not. Thank you for sharing. I think it's
0: also important to say that by doing so we actually do for ourselves. So investing in like better quality clothes is, is for our own skin in reality at the end of the day because it's with us for many hours in particular like intimate clothes, are mm. very like direct contact with skin. And I actually noticed the difference in Austria, they are very extremely conscious to the point that during each season, you cannot find fruits there is, there is a Saudi season. So I went there in December, January, and February, and that period I was just eating oranges and apples and pears, like you couldn't find anything else. Yeah. And the same approach they use with like clothes. And I actually noticed that one of the main chain uh, let's call it. it is like austrian the quality of the clothes were far higher and my skin was not it not itching but was not like reddish is really recognized that we are the environment so we are doing this for for us for our children for the environment around us but overall for our life too nice. so thanks a lot for sharing <laughs> um time flew by thank you for being here Um, It was great. I want to remind everyone that you will find all the detail about Stefania in the description. Anything else Stefania that you want
1: to add before leaving? And uh, hours talking about uh, all these sides. So really not. I just wish everyone that wants to start their own adventure uh, with the business to really find a why. As I said at the beginning, that's really important. And uh, obviously, if anyone wants to boost their professional image and self-confidence, they can also rely on a personal stylist like me. So I, I'd be happy to help.
0: So thank you everyone for being
1: here. Ciao. Ciao. <risos>